Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone, and welcome. It is I, the Katie Petrick, joined by the Mr. David Fiorazzo. Before we do get started today, I just wanted to mention that we have launched our new educated YouTube channel. Yes. Here's, here's a quick teaser. <laughs> hey, everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm David. We have a brand new show called Educated that exposes the craziness taking place in schools and college campuses across the country. While some stories are incredibly important, don't judge people just because I want to have sex with a five-year-old. Others showcase just how laughably bad our education system has fallen. What's the capital of the United States? There's a capital? Uh, probably California. So we already subscribed. It's brand new. If you want to stay informed on what's being taught and not taught in today's schools, please subscribe to our brand new educated channel on YouTube and click the bell for notifications. New shows air Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. Central, and we also release shorter segments of trending stories that are easy to watch and share. Thanks for your support, and as always, stay educated. So with the channel being brand new, we're giving you the easiest way to subscribe. All you have to do is go to stayeducated.org and you're going to click on the YouTube button and then you will be subscribed. Yes, please do. And uh, all right, friends, it's that special time of the week when we call on one of my favorite all-time journalists and we get to hear the latest dirt coming out of the education establishment from our very own Alex Newman. Hi, Alex. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. Uh, incredible, incredible news out of Michigan, although maybe incredible is not the right word since nothing should surprise us anymore about these pagan, godless indoctrination centers. But uh, the Michigan Department of Miseducation is now under fire nationwide for something incredible or maybe not. Uh, they are teaching teachers to transition children to new genders and to hide it from their parents. I know I'm not kidding. Uh, these trainings are so outrageous, uh, they're hard to believe, and yet many officials across the state, including the state superintendent of public schools, is actually defending this madness. Uh, so it was first uh, Christopher Rufo who exposes, he's over at the Manhattan Institute, and uh, he actually got the videos, he brought the receipts proving that this madness was taking place. Uh, they have a self-styled black, masculine-identified, cisgendered, lesbian baby boomer. Um, that, that's her description of herself. Uh, she calls herself Amory or Amory Robinson. And uh, I want you to listen to what she has to say about uh, all these genders. That It turns out there's so many that teachers need to look it up because there's no time to teach them all. But listen to this madness, folks, and recognize these are being taught to the teachers of your children who will then impose it on your children. Listen to this craziness. And there's some terminology related to that uh, as well. Left of film, being a film, being a butch, being masculine presenting, being queer, being a stud gender normative, gender fluid, gender neutral, and gender non-binary. There's a lot of terminology out there uh, for us to learn. Um, asexual, lesbian, straight, gay, bisexual, queer, questioning, demisexual, demiromantic, aromantic, and scoliosexual. I'll leave that to you to go to Google on those because <laughs> we ain't got time today. 
Scoliosexual. All right, kids, that is what your children are being taught. Okay. This is absolutely mad. Uh, by the way, don't use Google. Google is one of the most evil companies in the world. But folks, this is how they're training the teachers of your children. Uh, also, we have another one of these trainers, uh, Phillips Knoppy, uh, and uh, she actually talks about what happens if your kid is suicidal. Uh, well, you know, you can tell the parents that the kid is suicidal, but don't tell them that they're switching to a new gender or that they're, you know, homosexuals or whatever thing they may uh, be identifying as this week. Check this out. You know, if you have a kid who's like, you know, if you're sort of into that area of like, you're going to hurt yourself or somebody else and you have a duty to report, I mean, the law is really clear about yeah. that. You can also talk to parents though, without out about like that your kid is having suicidal thoughts without outing them, without saying why. Um, you can say we have some concerns. Your 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 child has shared this. Um, I would a thousand percent recommend uh, working with the student to let them guide that process. Uh, folks, this is madness. We don't let children vote. We don't let them smoke. We don't let them sign contracts. We don't let them work because they are not mature enough to make these kinds of decisions. And yet here we have the highest levels of the education bureaucracy getting children ready to have their private parts cut off, getting ready to have uh, hormones injected into them, things that will sterilize them for their whole lives. Republican gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon uh, really hammered the uh, radical left-wing, practically communist uh, governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, yeah, that lady. And uh, Gretchen Whitner, Whitmer even had to uh, kind of speak out a little bit. She, she told the Department of Education, her office did say, hey, review your trainings, please. Make sure they comply with the applicable regulations and things like that. But uh, the superintendent of public schools actually defended this madness. He says this is professional development, and it's supposed to build the capacity of educators to provide safe, supportive, and inclusive school climates where all students can thrive. So if you disagree with this madness, you hate children. Uh, that's the message from these clowns feeding at the taxpayer-funded trough. Um, first, he says, we actually don't teach children to transition without uh, telling their parents, and we don't hide that from parents. And then he says, well, in a situation in which the student's concerned about abuse, neglect, or homelessness, if parents are told, eh, educators may be cautious about sharing issues of sexual orientation and gender identity with parents. Folks, it's madness. It's happening all across the country. The Biden regime is doing this. We covered it here. We must protect our children from this. The politicians won't do it. The bureaucrats won't do it. It's all on you, mom and dad. Until next time, thanks for having me. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Indiana University recently put up a life-size bronze statue of radical sex researcher Alfred Kinsey to celebrate the 75th anniversary of the Kinsey Institute at the college. Now, the flawed theory of childhood sexuality based on his unmonitored, unscientific research has paved the way for today's sex education taught in public schools. If you're unfamiliar with Alfred Kinsey or if you've only heard the Hollywood sanitized version, part of some buried truth is that Kinsey and his associates performed their sex research 
on more than 300 children and infants, in addition to prostitutes and sex offenders. I'm David Fiorazzo, and this is Christ and Culture. Even a former director of the Kinsey Institute confessed that all of Kinsey's data concerning children and adolescents came from a single pedophile who kept a diary of his experiences with 317 pre-adolescent boys. John Bancroft said that one individual man had, quote, incredible numbers of sexual experiences on which he kept very careful notes, end quote. We'll get to that in a minute. Kinsey's promotion of sexual activity at any age laid the groundwork in the 1940s for the normalization of adultery, homosexuality, and the transgender movement today, and could logically lead to destigmatizing pedophilia. Now, people need to understand the facts, right? And the history about Kinsey that has been downplayed, denied, or whitewashed. In his attempt to measure the range of human sexuality, Alfred Kinsey included two alarming tables documenting pre-adolescent experiments in his 1948 book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male. Kinsey wrote that his findings were, quote, an important substantiation of the Freudian view of sexuality as a component that is present in the human animal from earliest infancy, end quote. So human beings aren't much different than animals, according to his warped worldview. According to author, researcher, historian, and educator Dr. Judith Reisman, Kinsey said his mission was to remove the Christian influence in America and eliminate the sexually repressive legacy of Judeo-Christianity. In her exhaustive study of Alfred Kinsey, Dr. Reisman went on to conclude, quote, In large measure, Dr. Kinsey's mission has been accomplished, mostly posthumously, by his legion of true believers, elitists who have systematically brainwashed their fellow intellectual elites to adopt Kinsey's pansexual, secular worldview and jettison the Judeo-Christian worldview upon which this country was founded and flourished. So, zoologist and sexologist Alfred Kinsey is referred to by some as the father of the sexual revolution in America. Now, it's true he likely inspired Playboy's Hugh Hefner, as well as the open free love sexual rebellion of the 1960s. Others refer to Kinsey as the most influential bisexual pedophile and child molester in this nation's history. Kinsey's research was funded in part by the Rockefeller Foundation. There it is, which also funded Margaret Sanger, Sanger's birth control efforts, as well as population control ideas today. In fact, Dr. Herman Muller, one of Kinsey's colleagues at Indiana University, was actually a member of the American Eugenics Society. Kinsey also believed the unbiblical idea that waiting to have sex especially until getting married, was psychologically harmful. Early on, Kinsey reportedly conducted his research in the attic of his Bloomington, Indiana home. He truly inspired the future trend of pornography that has since destroyed countless lives, marriages, and families. But that's not how the liberal Democrat 
elites see it, or his sex work. Defended and honored by the left, Kinsey flew under the radar for decades, and yet he made one of the most he may be one of the most prolific groomers of the 20th century who somehow deceived people into thinking that his research was scientific. Naturally, Indiana's Kinsey Institute denies all controversial claims regarding fraud and sex experiments on children, boasting Kinsey's, quote, extraordinary legacy and his commitment to, quote, understanding humanity's sexual diversity. But what is known as Table 34 in Kinsey's aforementioned book, plus his 1953 book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Female, contains disturbing documentation of children's orgasms and have drawn concerns of child abuse. How was the data collected? Notations included the use of a stopwatch to record the orgasms of child subjects. Now, the evidence suggests Kinsey's so-called scientific research was, in fact, child molestation. Too harsh, maybe? What young child in the 1940s or any time would have given consent to such invasive and shocking experiments? Perhaps as bad, what parent could have allowed this to be done to their child? In part of the description to her 1990 book, Kinsey, Sex and Fraud, the Indoctrination of a People, Dr. Judith Reisman explained his surveys were done on a non-representative group, hundreds of sex offenders, prostitutes, prison inmates, and exhibitionists. Quote, because of this fraudulent research, Kinsey's brand of social science has led to one of the greatest hypocrisies of all time. The pretense of providing safe sex instructions to children while in reality advancing Kinsey's agenda, including indulgence in high-risk lifestyles and behaviors, end quote. Think about what teenagers and very young children are being taught today in schools under the guise of health or sex education. Kinsey was truly a pioneer of perversion, the man who regarded humans as animals, yet is well-respected today in colleges and universities and by the left in general. Now, understand that tragically, there may be no, there may be, I said maybe, no bigger and more damaging influence in America on sexual promiscuity, expression, and experimentation than Alfred Kinsey. Please share this before it's censored or taken down by haters of God who endorse sexual deviancy. God bless you and keep speaking the truth about things that matter. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. All right, let's take a little time to find out what's trending left. And today I ask you one question that will serve as the theme for the entire day. Why are these crazy people allowed to be anywhere near children? 
And so we start in Kanata, where an Ontario high school male teacher is now coming to school, not only dressed as a woman, but also sporting some absolutely gigantic prosthetic watermelon-sized breasts. The teacher, who goes by Kayla, runs a manufacturing technology class at Oakville Trafalgar High School. Most of the students say it's really awkward knowing the teacher dressed as a man last year and now dresses as a woman eh, with a fetish for huge boobs. But due to anti-discrimination laws, nothing can be done because it's Kanata. And in Kanata, insanity rules the roost. Look at Justin Trudeau. It says it all. But the simple fact that we have a male not identifying really as a woman, but just wanting to walk around with these watermelons is a pretty sad day and makes me not want to ever eat watermelon again. Now, sadly, we're only getting started, my friends. Next, I'd like to introduce you to a very, very colorful fifth grade teacher who feels it's super important to be loud and proud about being gay to everyone you meet and every child you teach. So basically, if you have a pulse and an agenda, you too can get a job molding young minds on the taxpayer dime. I have had multiple students come out to me, not just with their sexuality, but also with their gender identity. It's one of the reasons I think it's so important to be out and loud and proud so that people feel comfortable coming to me and talking to me because I don't know how much different my life would have been if I had had somebody to come talk to about this kind of stuff. I never, ever, ever want to hear teachers complain that they need more money because do you know how much money it probably costs to get that little hairstyle did? That right there is where your taxpayer dollars are going. All right, this next teacher posted a video for other educators on tips to create safer spaces, safer spaces, that is, for LGBT students. Now, why teachers feel the need to constantly cater to this specific group by slapping a label on their sexual needs versus their, you know, academic needs, well, we all know the reason. But I triple dog dare you to tell me if this is a man or a woman, because frankly, I'm at a loss five things you can do as a teacher to create safer spaces in your classroom or your house really if you want to number one post a safe space sign like this one you can google it number two start an lgbtq organization in your school to support your staff and students like this one learn every day how to be a better ally how to be anti-racist stand up against homophobia and transphobia ever hear your students say that's so gay Integrate QT BIPOC and LGBTQ topics, writers, authors into, into your curriculum. <laughs> because don't forget, pride started out as and continues to be an act of resistance. Started by our black trans women. Your guess is as good as mine. And it says Alex the human human, so that, that doesn't help us either. Well, this is when you remember what I said in the beginning, people. Let's move on to another teacher offering yet more helpful advice to other educators about pronoun usage and how he likes to be called Mix because Mr. Just Won't Do. I've gotten a few variations of this comment and so I figured I would just take a moment to talk about it in a quick video. Also, I was like dressed really cute and I'm wearing my pronoun shirt so I was like, it's perfect, let's do it. So for pronunciation, MX is pronounced like mix, like you're mixing things together. So it's mix sequel. Um, and when it comes to like introducing it to students, honestly, I um, don't really do too much with it. 
When students come to my door, uh, my placard outside my door says Mick Siegel and then my room number. Uh, my syllabus, I put Mick Siegel. My email is, signature says Mick Siegel, um, as well as having my pronouns in parentheses. Admin has been super supportive. They changed all the uh, pronouns in my evaluation and all my documentation as well. They've been super supportive on that aspect. So much effort putting into becoming a, a mix instead of a mister. How much effort is being put into your kid's education? We'll never know. But we're going to wrap things up with a picture, since we know that one picture can say it all. And this one says it all. This was posted by a teacher on social media, and it's captioned, PSA, crying at school for the umpteenth time this year because people can't remember the pronouns of the one non-binary teacher they have ever met. What are the chances the trans kids are feeling seen and valued. I give you the modern teacher of today. Someone who is more concerned about identifying as a they than teaching children the core subjects kids desperately need. These are the people teaching your children. And we only had time to cover five of them today. And yet all we hear is schools need more money. Sounds like uh, accurate portrayal to me. Now thankfully, that wraps up this segment. More craziness next time. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us. All right, friends. Hey, 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 hold on. Before you go, David and I, have some special fun facts again as fun. we do they're Lots always fun. fun they're facts and they're fun so today my fun fact is if i ever decided to write my own autobiography it would be titled mac and cheese with peas yes yes it would <laughs> i stand by that can you explain that <laughs> great question i came up with that idea back in junior high and i said if i ever because mac and cheese with peas is like my favorite all-time favorite meal hmm. anyone else mac and cheese with peas with peas in and then because I was a poor college student and all that, I would make a box of mac and cheese and I would dump a whole bag of frozen veggies in. I would have put the carrots and the corn and the and green bean, doesn't matter, or I'd put broccoli, whatever I had. That would last me many a meals. And it only costs a total of like $1.50 for <laughs> many a meal. But that's, that's, that's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> it can be summed up in mac and cheese with peas. Mac and cheese with peas. Yeah. I like that. You want that. me to write my autobiography? <laughs> Wow, that's fun. You know, we should encourage you. Come on, send those letters in. Send those letters Go in. Go to stayeducated.org and click on Katie and say, please start please. writing your autobiography. <laughs> so uh, my fun fact of the day is Bravura. It was what? an independent, independent film that I starred <gasps> in. It premiered in Burbank, California. And um, it was fun. It was a short film. There's a newspaper article from my hometown in Upper Michigan. And uh, former Kingsford resident. Yeah, it was wow. fun. It, it was really a great experience. Wait, a lot of work. Hold on. Hold, yes. hold on. Yeah? What was that? I think we have, some, we have something we have to show. Ah. Whatever will be, will be, right? It's the system. It's the system that drives the planet and keeps it spinning. But it just keeps being slightly out of control. Are we still talking about the old man here? I'm talking about you. Because all I see is someone I feel sorry for, because he can't forgive. You can forget it, Danny. He had his chance. Is that what he is to you? A failed business deal? How can you say that you were never there? It wasn't my choice to be in that stupid military academy. <laughs> he left me to be his punching bag. 
Okay, so oh my. <laughs> abu- oh my. abusive father, rebel children, not wanting to forgive dad for growing up being uh, his punching bag, and uh, the anger is still coming out. And it was a fun, I played an attorney. It was, it was a fun role to play. Okay, viewer, please write in <laughs> to David. Go to stayeducated.org and say, David, were you a young Keanu Reeves? Was that really you? <laughs> there was this, right? When, did you, everyone else see it? When you, there was a look you gave, and I was like, oh, Keanu Reeves. Anyway, that's going to wrap up this week on Educated. How'd we do this week? I think it was another stellar week on mine. I mean, I'm biased, but you know. Uh, Please let us know at stayeducated.org. And again, we do read everyone's message that comes through. So (laughs) leave us messages. We like to read them. Oh, (laughs) I was so engrossed in what you were saying. For Katie and myself, thanks for watching. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.